when they were shooting the Batman, they said, cameras, action. <laughs> I just feel like it's not clean. It's, 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 not, it's, it's not too hard to follow four people like us. Why do I want to go watch that movie? How, what did you guys think about how Adam Warlock looked? Because I have complaints with it. Welcome to Backseat Directing. Where we talk about movies, TV shows, comics, and more. We're your hosts, Andrew and Aaron. And today again with our guest, Zach. We post episodes every Monday and Thursday. And today we are just going to have one of our Let's Talk sessions. Three, two, one, action. Here we are again. Uh, Let's talk. We're, we're, we're just hanging out now. Well, we had extra time after recording our trilogy draft, and we decided we might as well just hit record and talk. Uh, so yeah, go back and check out that trilogy, trilogy draft if you haven't watched it already. It was so much fun to record, and I, I laughed so much, and they stole some good picks for movie trilogy, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's fun having three of us kind of bounce back and forth off each other and um, especially Spoiler when we do like a draft. I had the best list. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Chill out. Andrew, I do want you to move a little bit closer to your mic. Second, second best. <laughs> yeah, Which behind is behind mine. An honorable place to be. Behind mine. Alright, what's new in the world of movies, boys? Well. What should we talk about? Two of the newest things that I've seen is the Ant-Man Quantum Mania trailer and most recently the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer. All right, yeah, that's a good place to start. The so holiday we, special just wrapped up. We've, we, all yeah. three of us have seen all, both of the trailers. <laughs> so, um, which one are you guys more excited for? Which trailer did you like more? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Holy smokes, that trailer, like the color and like the emotion too in the trailer. I'm excited Without to see. it spoiling the whole movie. Yeah, I'm excited to see more of uh, Rocket too. You know, yeah, it's so. Backstory. When you talk about the color, the darkness reminded me of what they did with, uh, eventually in the Harry Potter franchise, I think maybe starting with Order of the Phoenix, they did what's called a bleach bypass. It might have started with Prisoner of Azkaban, but it looks like the bleach bypass with those like darker colors and like the grainy look. It, I think that I would absolutely agree that the Guardians trailer got me more excited, even though um, I'm not generally like the biggest Guardians fan. I don't love the first two movies, but I'm way more excited for that movie as of right now based on what we saw. I also, I love a good trailer that doesn't give too much away. And that trailer did not spoil the plot of the film for me. Yeah, I will not watch any more trailers yeah. for either of these movies. Yeah, I, I'm kind I'll of bandwagoning with you guys and, and also trying to, because I used to watch like trailer breakdowns and stuff. And now I'm trying to kind of avoid those videos because I feel like I kind of already know what's going to happen in the movie when I see it. But to jump back real quick, the color thing that I was talking about was the use of color, not not it being darker. Uh, there's like a scene where they're like all in a different color like spacesuit, uh, and the world outside is like super colorful. And that looked to me, it reminded me a lot of the Guardians of the Galaxy game because that game is like really kind of like, so it's beautiful. It's not to say it's the best game, but it looks really good. I guess it's hard for me to describe because I don't know as much about like photography and things like that. But the bleach bypass doesn't necessarily mean that like it's like 
dark or colorless. It okay. just changes the the way that like your eye perceives the colors. I gotcha. I thought you were saying it was dark. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. It's know not dark in the same way like that. The Batman is dark. Um, it's just like uh, yeah, that is dark. like a filter kind of almost. But I do really like the different colored spacesuits. And we've already previously talked about how they have like the more comic, which is just different, not the colorful spacesuits, but yeah. the comic accurate that like navy blue style suit that they were all wearing. Um, I kind of think it looks better in the comics, but it's really cool always to see something pulled off the page. Yeah. When they were shooting the Batman, they say, cameras, action. <laughs> Forgot the lights. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I agree. I, the comic accurate suit I thought was really cool. I think it. I think they should have rolled a little harder and made it more vibrant, um, like a, like a brighter blue and kind of a uh, maybe a brighter maroon kind of color. But uh, it looks cool. It definitely looks cool, man. Yeah. Baby Rocket. Like Aaron said too, I'm so excited to see this the story that they touch on with Rocket. Also, is that Rocket a, a, a child of Rocket species, a child of Rocket, or is that a flashback of Rocket? I think it's supposed to be a flashback of Rocket. Because I think we're James Gunn, like we talked about in an earlier episode, the holiday special episode. Rocket species is a raccoon. Yeah, has he's just an Earth raccoon. He's so he's an experiment. So does he actually have a species of raccoons, or is he a? a, a From my knowledge of the character, he's. He's he always says that he's not a raccoon, and he's highly offended when <laughs> anyone calls him I'll a kill raccoon. you! <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think that... So the High Evolutionary is what's been deemed, like, pointed out as, like, the main villain of the Guardians' new movie. Mm-hmm. And then probably we'll get Adam Warlock um, as, like, a secondary antagonist or in some capacity working with them eventually. Yeah. Um, but... The High Evolutionary sounds really interesting. I think the plot that I would like to see out of it is if he's experimenting with different species as the High Evolutionary, trying to find like the perfect being, um, i.e. maybe like something that could tie into Adam Warlock, but he's like pushing the bounds and, and like we see this mixed animal with human uh, stature kind of species when the trailer starts off. If, if he's experimenting on these people and the Guardians are stepping in to get involved, um, then that ties in not only to Adam Warlock, but to Rocket's tragic backstory. I think we could have like a deeply emotional and a back a deeply emotional story and a really interesting uh, kind of like dynamic and a really interesting like uh, a back. Did I ever say backstory? Really interesting backstory for Rocket. Yeah. I was gonna ask you why you are more interested in this one than the other two. That's why. But the, I think you, you kind of just yeah, answered the it. Vil- right. The villain, the storyline that it seems like they're setting up, if they go with that, I think that experimentation and that concept of evolution is scientifically really nope. interesting uh, concept for the story to like kick off from. I thought it was cool how they rolled out um, the high evolutionary ad. I think, I'm pretty sure it was San Diego Comic-Con. I know it was one of the bigger Comic-Cons. I think you're right. Yeah, and they had him come out in full costume yes. and, and character too, and he was like talking, talking smack to the audience and stuff. I thought that was like neat that they did it that way. I thought he looked really cool too, like the prosthetic makeup they're doing. Yeah, um, I I would have been so amped up. Could you imagine to be in that audience? It, right, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, can we also talk about how Jack Jonathan Majors is? Oh my, my gosh. gosh. Well, <laughs> have you seen the Creed 3 trailer? Yes, yes. I have. Whew. We talked about that in one of our other episodes. Man, looks like I almost missed the rest of the trailer because I couldn't see around his pecs. <laughs> 
His I abs have, like stick out like an inch from his stomach. I didn't watch the second one, but that trailer was like, man, I gotta go watch the second one now to get ready for the third. For movie. Creed two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked uh, both of the Creed. I haven't movies. seen the second one. Yeah, they're good. The first one was good. Yeah, yeah, I like the first one as well. I think Jonathan Majors is really up and coming star. I think he'll make. Kang the Conqueror really interesting yeah. um, and I think Kang is interesting in source material but I'm not that interested in the live, ad- live action adaptation I've seen thus far I was not <laughs> the trailer for Ant-Man is, has a lot of implications and it's exciting but I just didn't feel that magic watching the trailer like I felt more drawn into the Guardians trailer whereas like I do think it's interesting what, what do you guys think about the, the the concept of the artifacts being connected to Kang because that the the when they approach his city, um, mm-hmm. there's like a, the all the rings and stuff that kind of have a reminiscent texture and color pattern to the bangle of Miss Marvel and the the ten rings with Shang Chi. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know. I think they're definitely trying to to weave everything together still, obviously, because it's the MCU. But this phase has felt more disconnected than the previous three phases. Mm. So I'm sure they're trying to find those through lines and they already have kind of set up like, oh, we don't really know about the Ten Rings and also we don't really know about this bangle. So tie it all together. Why not? I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, one thing I think is really cool about Kang is like just the nature of the character. We're going to be able to see like Kang, but different Kang. Like... So many uh, different acting opportunities right, for Jonathan Majors. Right, that's what I'm saying. Jonathan Majors, which is different. a talented actor, he's going to be able to kind of like hit all those. Like in uh, Loki, he's like playful, you know? He's playful, uh, but ominous, you know? And then in this one, it seems like he's going to be more. Um, what are they like a stoic it? leader? Yeah, well, I was going to say. Not like mischievous, but like he's. Um, Political? No. Nah. I don't know. I can't think of it. If I think of it, I'll say it. But it's cool too that looming. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool too that we get this. It's a different introduction than how Thanos was introduced. Mm -hmm. You know, like with Thanos, we got like bits and pieces of it kind of sprinkled in, and now we're getting a lot of Kang. It seems like you know because we already saw him in Loki. Now we see him in Ant Man. Loki season two. Yeah, is confirmed. Yeah. Right, and then we'll see him obviously in the Avengers movies as well that are going to be coming out. Did you guys see the news that Marvel announced that they're kind of slowing things down? Yeah, that's interesting. Man. They they must have been listening to backseat directing <laughs> because we've been saying that. We you know, we've we been have. saying that we'd wish that they would like all those emails to Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah, like they would stop putting so much emphasis on getting things out so quickly and and doing unnecessary shows and projects and put that time and effort and money into making movies that are high quality that we care about more. Yeah. Like, to be fair to them, give Moon Knight a movie. Yeah. To be fair to them, that's the only way to really do it is to try, assess, and then mm-hmm. move forward with the plan of action from there. So. They tried doing things this way. They tried the TV shows, and now they're listening to the audience. Right. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So something I wanted to touch back on, going back to the Guardians three trailer. How, what did you guys think about how Adam Warlock looked? Because I have complaints with it. I think he looked pretty fine. Um, we also only see like maybe like shoulders up. I don't and... look too much into trailers. <laughs> I mean. 
whatever, however they look in the trailer could be completely different than how they look in the actual show too, too. you know? I I don't, now that I think of it, I don't even know if I watched like the whole trailer all the way through or if I saw like a little thing on TikTok or something, you know, like I really (laughs) do try to stay away from trailers. Like if I know I'm already going to watch the movie, like the point of the trailer is to get you interested in the movie. I'm already, I'm already going to go watch it. Right. You know, so like I try to stay out of it as much as I can. So I don't even remember what he looks like, to be honest. Yeah, I, think he, I mean, I think he looks cool. But I think he looks ahead, a little sorry. overly spray-painted and fake. Like, I think he, compared with the, peop- the people who were golden in Guardians 2, mm-hmm. I don't, I, you can see, like, the lines across his forehead. It just looks like a person with, it doesn't look like that's the natural tone of him. It looks like he was spray-painted. You're saying me. they pulled the gold people off better in 2? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can see that. Like and, maybe, and maybe they'll... Yeah. Brush it up and touch it up, you know? Like, Nebula and Drax, too, like, that looks like their skin. Mm-hmm. This, to me, looks like his skin was spray-painted a different color. Yeah. Well, they, they're probably listening to us right now. So you know, they, they probably have their notification Kevin, set. Whenever we, post to, to, whenever we post to YouTube, they get a little <laughs> notification. And whoever else is listening, make sure you hit that notification bell and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on all of the social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Hit us up. Yeah, otherwise, how are you going to know when the new episodes come out? Yeah. Well, a smooth transition. you got to have Thank that you. notification bell on. <laughs> One thing that uh, I think is going to, or another thing that's going to be interesting in uh, uh, plot point in this Guardians 3 movie is in the comic Get books. Get a little closer to the mic. In the comic books, um, Adam Warlock has an Infinity Stone in his forehead, too. Which um, I don't know how that would play out at this point because our universe's Infinity Stones are destroyed. Gone. Yeah. And they've already done the Infinity Stone in the forehead thing. So. <laughs> with that revision, yeah, and they've already yeah. they've already returned the other ones. Um, so it could it could st- it could be some type of like, I don't know, like like White Vision has he still could shoot a laser beam from his forehead, but it's not the Soul Stone anymore, Re- or, yes. or whichever stone he had. So um, the, I mean, potentially the Infinity Stones could repair themselves if they like predate the universe. Maybe they're like a necessity, and the universe naturally rebirths them. That it is could, a comic book movie. Yeah, Nothing's they, ever fine. They could do whatever they want, or this this little uh, what do you want to call it? This this little element in his forehead could be something to do with the other artifacts that it seems like Kang might be connected to. Yeah. Um, the implication of the end of Shang Chi is that. His ten rings are like sending a what do they say sending a signal out, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're gonna get a connection to that with Kang at some point if if not already getting it in the quantum media. Well, the the Shang Chi two title is seemingly leaked, and it's like wreckage of time, Shang Chi in the wreckage of time. So that's I mean that's a pretty good assumption that you're making I think because Kang. Time traveler, wreckage of time. We don't know where the ten rings have come from. I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're having just a Marvel conversation, which I am happy with. So I want to I want to go into that vein, and I want to ask you guys a question that we were actually talking about the other day, mm-hmm. which is who do you think is the next logical person to step up and take the lead of the Avengers? What's your thoughts, Aaron? I I uh, I have mine in mind. Zach and I know each other's. Answers. Know each other's. Oh man, <laughs> I mean. I feel like uh, Doctor Strange has kind of been around the longest in terms of like this team. 
but I just don't see him necessarily leading the group as well as like Captain America or Iron Man did. Um, R.I.P. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh, you don't want Thor. Who's that? Haven't heard of her. <laughs> um, no, I I feel like Spider Man maybe, but he's kind of young. I I feel like they'll keep him like ground level. I don't know. I'm missing someone. Who who's your guys's? You want to go first? Uh, yeah, I think not. Not many people would probably agree with my pick, so I'll go first. Um, I would really like to see Daredevil uh, take a leadership role in the Avengers. Um, I think he has leadership roles in the comics and the Avengers and Defenders. Um, and I know it might not be necessarily super in line with what Netflix has shown us so far of a street level, uh, you know, fighter who kind of works alone. <laughs> but I think there's a big opportunity there in terms of him as a leader. And I always envision like him in the Battle of New York, kind of directing everybody. I just with don't see the it happening. Ability to I mean to hear from Miles. I would I would really like that. I'd like him to be more involved. Um, but I definitely don't see him going from a Netflix series to recreating his own series to where he's kind of different and then having him all of a sudden be the leader. That's I feel not, like it's kind of out of left field. Well, not, not for really, us because we like him so much. It's not really my projection for what will happen as much as what I wish could I know. happen. I, I, yeah. I, I think that would be really cool. And I would more Daredevil, more Matt Murdock. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just don't see that happening. Um, I think he's that morally righteous person like Captain America that wouldn't trade lives or would stand up for the little guy. How about you, Zach? Andrew just said it, man. Captain America, Captain Sam America. Wilson. Yeah. He, I, think I feel like he's, he's a logical answer. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to be the leader. I also, when Andrew and I were talking the other day, I said uh, Doctor Strange, which... I think he's he, messed up he would make quite sense, a bit of but, things recently. Well, the thing is, too, is like, um, I guess Iron Man did too, but he, I don't think, Iron Man did. I don't think he can be the leader because of the way he makes calls. You know, like, there, we've seen him basically uh, in Spider Man, he was like, well, a few lives for the cost of the universe, you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like the Avengers leader can't be like that. So, and Doctor Strange has to make those calls, um, like he does in Endgame. He, Doctor Fate or Doctor Strange rather. I just watched Black Adam last night. <laughs> Doctor Strange, um, he makes the call to to basically allow everybody to get snapped for the team to win at five years down the road. So he makes those hard calls, and and I think that we still have to have that person. So. I think that it's going to be Sam Wilson. Yeah, maybe he'll kind of take up that opposing like role that Iron Man had with mm-hmm. uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. It does you seem know? like that would. I mean, that's they, kind of they like try to balance each other out because Sam Wilson's obviously like uh, very morally correct and is like yeah. I'm not going to take the serum, but I can throw it just as strong as Iron or as strong as Captain America, anyways. There, there would be kind of falling back into a comfortable. Don't know how that works, but whatever. because like that would be. I mean, Strange is the de facto uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark, and then Sam is the de facto yeah. Chris Evans. Captain America. So I, I think that they could definitely see them falling back into that little comfortable rhythm. Yeah. The I characters too, that... Oh, go ahead. Okay, so I was just <laughs> going to say, um, like, I feel like a lot of people might look at Captain Marvel and say she should be the next leader. But I think that, again, kind of with, like the same with Doctor Strange, she has such huge obligations that it's going to be hard for her to lead the team. Like, yeah. she, 
she she's left not Earth for like Earth's mightiest so hero. Many, she's the galaxy's, yeah, right. the universe's yeah. mightiest hero. Sam Wilson is very like much more, I feel like, connected with like humanity and Earth, protecting Earth. Yeah. Like, yeah, and he has established relationships with people that would be on the team. Like he knows Spider Man. He knows um, Ant Man. War, I was gonna say War Machine, but yes, he knows Ant Man. Um, That's kind of why I don't see Matt Murdock taking up that yeah, role, even yeah. if I'd want him to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I would definitely like to see a lot more of Spider-Man, Daredevil, Moon Knight, Shang-Chi. Those are probably like the top four right now that I would definitely want to go yeah. see another movie for. Spider-Man's uh, just too young, but I think he is legitimately the perfect choice. Like, I think he's his character is a good marriage between Iron Man and Captain America, where if he was older, I think he'd be the absolute perfect choice. Yeah. Yeah. If they, if they were like, hey, we're doing a Young Avengers movie. Oh, the clear choice to lead that Spider-Man. He's got, the, he's got more experience prop than most of these like younger characters are setting up. Um, he's I would definitely love, got more I would experience love to see that. that yeah. To see Spider-Man lead the Young Avengers. They were all, their hero journeys all just started in these like TV shows, so he's got way more experience than them. You know, mm-hmm. one thing I'm thinking of right now, She-Hulk, spoiler alert, <laughs> introduces... The Hulk's son, but in timeline-wise, like how long ago was Ragnarok, versus where we're at now? Like it seems like he aged real quick. Yeah, you know, we don't know because what... like Cassie Lang was like around. You know, so it makes sense that she's the age she is now. We don't know what species his mother was. Yeah, I was gonna say, does he like transform or anything, or is yeah, he yeah. just always in his Hulk yeah. form? Because maybe he's like a. I don't know, twelve-year-old kid, and he just transformed into his Hulk version. I don't know much about also, that time, story. They explain in Sakar that time moves differently there. Oh, do they? Yeah, because yeah. when when Thor Thor comes through the Bifrost just after Loki, but it's already been um, like oh, days. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Loki had there. already kind of okay. Okay, well we'll see. Mm-hmm. I like it. Don't worry, I, I'll, I'll fill up the holes for you guys. Resident, <laughs> Resident Marvel expert over here. <laughs> Not really, that's that's Zach. Is there any um, conversations outside of Marvel that's going on that's relevant that we want to talk about? Or um, anything else more in Marvel or oh, DC? The, the Flash movie just got moved up a week. It's coming out a week earlier now. Why would they move it up a week? What's even the point? I don't know, but keep, keep maybe bad weeks. And other, <laughs> maybe other competing <laughs> movies coming out well, similar it's coming time out, or something. It's <laughs> They're like, we've been, we've been pushing it back for years. Take a week. Take, take, take the week. You've earned it. I think what it is, is uh, I'm pretty sure it's coming out the same month as, as uh, Volume 3. They're trying to move it away from it a little bit. Yeah, that's so funny. I wonder, like Marvel's like chasing that's them around. Like, oh yeah, you think you're gonna, you think you're gonna put a movie out in June? Yeah. <laughs> good I luck. Think, good luck. I'm They're like sure Iron Man Five. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Destroy. Uh, <laughs> I guess four, right? Yeah. Iron Man four. That's fine. They put no effort into making it. And they skip. They just skip four and do five. Yeah. <laughs> Civil War was kind of a five. Yeah. I don't see the point of moving something up a week. Um, I think it was literally because competition. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure Guardians, when the trailer dropped, it it was like June 23rd, which is what the Flash's date I think was. So they're like, like oh, they don't, earlier. They don't have the wherewithal to move it up a month because they're not prepared enough. But <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the release schedules of everything off the top of my head. But is the Flash movie going to be good? Yeah. It feels like it's going to be a mess. Well, like, so the early I have no confidence stuff, in this movie. Uh, the like the early screenings and and like the uh, people who they have audiences that signed the uh, NDAs and stuff. It seems like 
everyone is like saying this movie is really really good uh, but the problem with this movie is the controversy around Ezra Miller so that's why it's like that's why I think probably people are like I don't have faith in this movie because there's no faith in Ezra Miller but, or DC really well yeah I mean they're kind of making a good push I think yeah the stuff think, that they're doing outside the DCU is good mm-hmm. these these next these movies next year are gonna be the ones that like this new DC regime has touched like Black Adam was basic Black Adam came out when August or October October something and uh, I don't think the announcement for James well James Gunn didn't even like really start no, you know yeah, until, until after I think May of 2023 I mean he's, he's there and working now but he still has his split obligations because he's still working for Marvel so I don't know. I, I'm hoping that these next few DC movies kind of get things back on track and, and we don't have to go... Are they staying with Ezra Miller after this? They haven't really said but, yes or no, but it's seeming like it's going to be no. No? Because um, he's... Or they are facing trials. I feel like trials, they like, just kind of so. need to just... Stop here, reboot it. We can keep the same actors if you want, but yeah. just like start it over. Well, I think they can. Flash, the Flash movie, they can just be like, oh, Flashpoint, when he time travels, things get messed up. You can recast literally. But then it's like, movie. why do I want to go watch that movie? Because maybe there's a good story. I mean, why watch Flashpoint Paradox? It's one of the yeah. best animated movies that DC has produced. Yeah. Like, it's, it tells the story of how things got changed. Why is it, why is it restarted? Because if they just started the next movie and. They had a different actor for Batman, and they pretended like nothing happened. Like you would have needed to watch the Flash movie. Yeah, they get to with something like Flashpoint, they kind of get to pick and choose what they want to keep and change, and they don't even have to do it all at once. You know, if the next three movies don't involve Batman, we just won't see Batman, and then maybe that, know, that next movie. I feel like uh, that's Batman dumb. Look different? It's a, it's a. And I feel like it would also be dumb to just like keep some of the characters the same actors and then change some of them. I feel like that's. Worse than just starting it all. Over. I think I think that would, I would do if I was making the calls at DC is I was I would try to keep all of the actors that we've established already, uh, except for Ezra Miller. I would just recast for the Flash. Yeah. Uh, at at the like, and they got time. They got time. We've seen them squeeze in. The, the Henry Cavill cameo was squeezed in within like a month. He shot it right. in September, and the movie came out in October. So. All you have to do is get who are we gonna cast as a Flash. That's the guy we're picking. Great. At the cut, shoot a scene with him real quick. Where at the end of the movie they cut it in and the Flash runs back to the regular timeline, and he looks up, and you just see a different actor's face. The hardest part. To That's me, how you announce the recast. I think the hardest. How did part- Ezra Miller agree to this? <laughs> He's basically doing a movie to lose his job. Well, it it was he. They're cutting ties because of all the controversy. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. So it wasn't like. I know, but like if the contract was violated on Ezra Miller's part, you right? Know? So, they so can, like, why would he come back to do it? You know, what they're I mean? probably like, contractually obligated to come back or face like a civil suit in court. The contract probably yeah. said contracts literally stipulate for these people like. They'll be like five years out even. Like you have to maintain your physical health. You can't get out of shape. You can't get arrested. You can't, can't have shave your mustache. Because all that stuff affects their money. Mm-hmm. So like that that contract then says, if you don't do this, we will like 
take everything that you own. So like they're obligated then to work out and stay in good shape and not, you know, do something crazy out at a bar one night. So that's probably the, or multiple nights. One of the biggest reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think, I think what you're asking is like, if, if Ezra Miller's job's on the line, why come back and, and shoot the flash. But I could be wrong. I'm not an inside man, but from my understanding, most of, if not all of the Flash movie was already shot when all this controversy yeah. started coming out. Yeah. And then they even did like um, additional photography um, during all of this controversy. So I heard know, some I some rumors on the internet, the interwebs of uh, maybe uh, Aquaman taking up a different role. Yeah. Um, what, I think Jason Momoa taking a different role. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be kind of confusing? I don't think so. Only because I just feel like it's not clean. It's, it's, it's not. It's it's not too hard to follow four people like us. If yeah. it's like well, a I world mean, I, we're in. I disagree. Right. I mean, if he's playing Aquaman, but he's also playing Lobo, that's the other character that they think he might play. Lobo's an alien, and they can you know do his makeup. He'll look way different. Um, Marvel does. The girl, the actress that plays um, Cersei, played like a whole other character before. Like a small role, though. Yeah, and like no, she was. It's one not of like the main characters in the it's not Captain like, Marvel movie. It's not like Robert Downey Jr. is also playing uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, but those are two human-looking characters. If you yeah, but they're also two huge Luke characters. Scott, what's in his the name? Movie. Mark Hamill plays not just Luke Skywalker. He plays all these other like side characters. If they look different enough, you just won't know. You could cast Vin Diesel as some Marvel hero, and he could still be Groot. Yeah, I see. Aaron, I see your point too. I but see. It's messy. Aaron's point that it's weird, uh, it, and not that it wouldn't work because, like you're saying, maybe you wouldn't even be able to tell that the two is the same actor. But it just feels strange to have the same actor credited for two drastically different roles that aren't like twins or somehow. Related, I, I do feel like it he's feels- one of the like marquee members of the team, you know. Like he's- I'd rather just have them fight to get Carl Urban. Like I lot of, seen a lot of fan cast for Carl Urban as Lobo, and I think he would be really great in that role. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying like I, I think he'd be great as Lobo, but I think other character, I think other actors could play Lobo too. That's fine, but I think it wouldn't really be a, an issue. If I also don't Lobo. think the studio will let him change because. Well, he'd still play both. He'd still play both? Yeah, Aquaman yeah. and Lobo. That's stupid. How much screen time are they going to share together? That's still stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it is. Why does he think he deserves to play both? I think Jason Momoa. And yeah. it's Lobo. Like, so he what? basically is Lobo. Like, Lobo is supposed to be rad, and, and that's Jason Momoa is. So I think that he would do a really good job in the role. I just think he's already Aquaman. I don't think many people would really notice, if I'm being honest. Change his makeup enough, make him a little bit bigger with special effects and stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I still just want it to be Carl Urban. But. I see how it would work. I'm just saying that it's messy and that they should, if they're going to redo all this stuff, they just need to redo it right. Well, we don't know what they're going to redo know. yet. <laughs> if anything, there's there's an argument that Ezra Miller still plays a Flash. I mean, especially if they're like changing the characters to some of the other people, and then he's just shifting to a different character or playing two. Like, it's just all over the place. And for us, it's fine. Like, I'll enjoy the movie the same. 
but for people that maybe aren't as much of nerds as we are, like it's, it's definitely messy. You well, know, like we, yeah. One I mean, day it's Ben Affleck, and the next day it's Matt Damon. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and then the next movie it's insert other famous actor here. Like, it's for all we much. know, though, nothing will change. For all we know, because yeah, like things are still good with. Gally but the Rock Black. will be in every single movie. Henry Cavill's back. <laughs> ben Affleck is back in some capacity. Yeah. You just gotta sell him and and pay him and get him. Yeah. So you, so and then who else is there? Jason Momoa is hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, the Wonder only Woman. one that they need to worry about is getting Ezra Miller like the help that they need. And I think they might need to lock down Ray Fisher. And they, they need to send Ray Fisher uh, like a really good uh, makeup letter. <laughs> his his beef isn't with the current leadership. Um, it's but with Josh Whedon, right? Uh, Josh Whedon, Walter Hamada. And, and like kind of the old regime. So all David Zaslav really has to do is, I think at least, make that first step because people love Ray Fisher as Cyborg and, and love Ray Fisher. And the fact that he, you know, was standing up and calling out like unacceptable behavior from a studio, which cost him his career as Cyborg so far, but... This new leadership could be like, well, we're not going to treat so, you like that. We're going to, you, you want your own movie. I'm going to cut you off right that. there. For yeah. those listening, what happened between them? Like, what's the drama that you're yeah. referring to? So I, I don't know all the nitty gritty details, but basically um, when shooting Justice League, the, the first version of Justice League that came out, the theatrical release, mm-hmm. um, Warner Brothers got... Josh Whedon, the director of Avengers 2012, to come in and take up that movie from Zack Snyder because he suffered a uh, tragic personal loss. Um, So he stepped away from the movie. And then Josh Whedon was, you know, very, I guess, hostile to the cast. Like, he told Gal Gadot something about, like, I'm going to ruin your career. And, And I guess, you know treated Ray Fisher poorly. Even Ben Affleck has kind of alluded to it not being like... And he directed Avengers? Yeah, Josh Whedon. 2012. I think he kind of reduced the original vision for the movie. Reduced some of the roles of certain characters that were in the original vision for the movie. Reduced some... I think Josh Whedon reduced some of the development of people like The Flash and Cyborg. Mm Because you can see more, a lot more of them in the Snyder Cut. In the Snyder Cut, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's... Four hours long. Right. (laughs) Uh, Zack Snyder put a lot of focus on Cyborg. And, (coughs) excuse me, Josh Whedon kind of reduced him to a side character, you know? Mm -hmm. So, who knows? I don't know all the details. Maybe some of the things I'm saying is inaccurate, but... We're not there. We're not in the room. We have have the opportunity for a clean slate, basically, is what I'm saying. And cut a high enough check, dude. They're going to come back. You know, <laughs> get, I'm telling you, give them, give them a decent pay. They'll come back. And I think a heartfelt apology for, and, and it's not David Zavzlaw's fault or, or really any of what James Gunn's fault. It's not James Gunn's fault um, that things have been handled like that. But what I would do if I was in those roles is say to these actors, like, we, we want you guys back and we can assure you that you're not going to. Like, it's not going to be this tumultuous anymore. We're going to treat you right. We're going to do just, um, 
we're going to do justice for these characters and like Cyborg's going to be Cyborg, you know, and we're not going to be cutting your role down to nothing and stuff like that. You know, give them the assurance, put it in the contract, you know, you're going to have this, this, you get this movie and you're going to make appearances in these other movies. You know? Well, Kevin Feige listens to our podcast, so maybe the higher ups at DC. He knows James Gunn, well. so <laughs> he knows they're, they're friends. So maybe they'll be taking all your advice here and making things right. You know, and giving us good movies. And now that Zach has helped repair the DCU, <laughs> I um, wish, man. I wish they would and, come get closer. To you, unless man. you guys have anything else that you want to say, I think this is as good a place as any to wrap up our little conversation. I like it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Again, like, comment, subscribe, YouTube. We're on TikTok, Instagram as well, and all the other podcast platforms. And that's, that's a wrap. wrap.